up to $26,000 per employee? They call it the 15-minute refund, but it's not a gimmick. It's for business owners who stuck it out during the pandemic. The Employee Retention Tax Credit, or ERTC. But time is running out to get started. Talk to the experts. JWC Advisors at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Who are they? CPAs who will keep you on the right side of the IRS. So do it the right way. Go to iHeartTaxRefunds.com. That's iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. B. Taylor, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) It's great to have you here. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup you know, B, we love to talk about the world of startup, the good, the bad, and what we like to call the gritty. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been uh, within that space. But before we get into all that, let, let's help. Let's back up a little bit, help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm former from Illinois, you know, Peoria, Illinois, son of a preacher, pastor and reverend. My dad was a reverend, is a reverend, um, worked at Caterpillar corporate America. Um, I was a former athlete, scholar athlete out of Illinois, attended the University of Missouri, played football and basketball, then um, decided to transfer and they uh, messed up my uh, transfer for the clearinghouse. And I ended up um, trying to get ROTC for the Navy, which I knew I could still play. Um, got that, but they that guy messed up and I was active duty, um, went in and served, uh, tested into the Naval Nuclear Engineering Program, but then decided that, you know, that was too many years. So I went in to take the next hardest job, which was an aviation electronic technician. Um, so went in, served, ended up having a unique situation, served, uh, heated during the war. Um, and while that time, um, met the Secretary of the Navy and the former Chief of Naval Operations that found out I was an athlete. And so since I was serving at a high level and uh, they pulled me back, um, connected me to uh, train to uh, choose me to go play for the NFL because I had a background for football and basketball. But before that, said, hey, we're going to put you on the All-Navy and Team USA to play on that. Um, and then after that, did I want to go to the Naval Academy or go to try it for the NFL? And I was like, hey, can I go to NFL? Um, stationed me and uh, got a, a agent to get with the San Diego Chargers at the time. Junior Seau helped me at the time um, when he before he was leaving to go to the uh, New England Patriots. Um, got an agent and uh, got ready for football. And, uh, you know, it was just getting ready and had this unique story reporting to the higher ups. And at that time, I met Snoop Dogg and Eminem um, and Snoop's family, uh, befriended his family. And I played at his mom. Snoop took a liking to me with his younger brother. And we kind of, you know, I was with him and ended up playing at his mom's birthday and wedding. And uh, he, they were like, hey, man, you got some talent for music. And it was really unique with the Pentagon and the higher-ups for the military. But I wasn't really thinking about it and just focused on football. Got ready to do that. Ended up meeting Pete Moore of Smoky Miracles and the Motown. And he said, hey, man. You got what it takes. We want to pass you the legacy. We're the first of Motown. And next thing you know, um, I took that back. I had to choose between 
football, sports, and music, and all my guys and different coaches that are around were like, hey, man, you didn't play sports all your life. You need to take this opportunity with the founders of Motown. You can make an impact and still be attached to NFL and sports for the rest of your life in a different way. So I took that and uh, went on to um, do some great things and kind of moved up from the secretary of the Navy office to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the you know presidential's office. And uh, I, I started working in this global ambassador and advocate role uh, with our leadership of the Pentagon and the VA, um, put using sports and music entertainment to push the initiatives for our military, our veterans and their families and first responders. And I went on to have three number ones and some Grammy noms and work with everybody. And uh, that's where I'm at today, man. So quite a, a journey. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Wow. Well, you know, thanks for your service. And, uh, right. you know, it sounds like you got the best of of, of a few different worlds. Um, <laughs> so uh, that, that that's fantastic and, and very, very, uh, you know, encouraging to the to the point that, you know, you don't have to choose one specific thing. Sometimes we're gifted with several things and there's several opportunities in a long lifetime, uh, yeah. you know, to, to, to live those out. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about what you've done here with One Life Organization and what you guys have created here. Yes, sir. So I created a nonprofit in 2016, One Life Organization. Um, that was part of my promise to the Secretary of the Navy and CNO that I would always represent our troops and vets and help through whatever I was doing, whether it was football or entertainment, music. And so I created, it started off where um, I went, I was helping military and veterans, you know, with furniture and they're paying their bills and just because they're different, different problems that or things that the military and a vet or veteran and their families need. Not everybody has the same problem. So I was doing that. And then I created uh, two, since my sports and uh, entertainment background, uh, One Life Heroes Experience, VIP, instead of just getting tickets. And, you know, when veterans and troops are thanked at an event and you put them up in the tickets, they're up high. It's, it's like, hey, thank you for your service. I wanted to use my experience with having no NFL and NBA players in baseball um, to bring a VIP experience. So that would be um, going down on the field, meeting the coaches, meeting the ownership, interacting with the players, and then having a dinner after the games or lunch. So it'd be an on-court, on-field, you know, uh, experience and a whole day with me picking them up in the Sprinter limo van or whatever, just a whole experience for military vets and first responders from me. And then, Basically, uh, when that happened, Congressman Bill Arrakis, who was uh, uh, vice chair of the United States VA committee, kind of he's the one who created the Mission Act where military veterans can heal, choose how they want. We want to heal through alternative therapies, music, art, yoga. He created the Mission and the Cover Act for us to have that bill. So they brought me in on the task force board because I had that sports and entertainment background as well as service to push this initiatives. And so I created these wellness programs um, with music, our wellness center, my One Life Wellness Center with music, art, sports, therapy, animal therapy, equestrian therapy. And then I have specialty programs, the stem cell uh, program with frequency treatment. And then we have the fertility program, military and vets who can't afford to have kids and the different treatments of fertility programs. And I kind of put all of these programs together in an alternative wellness to go along with my One Life, you know, uh, Heroes experience. 
and everything um, to help military veterans and first responders. So basically it's these different alternative therapies based off the Cover Mission Act, a one-stop shop, and also uh, counseling, you know, to get your GI Bill, your uh, your home loan, uh, any questions, you got job placement. It's like a one-hop stop, um, a fitness gym that we created so that military veterans and first responders can all come together and get the answers they need to aid the VA, not get rid of the VA, but to aid the VA so we don't lose anybody and keep everyone that has that service camaraderie a high-end spot where they can come to. So it's been a blessing and been growing it, uh, been a, a task, but I uh, got a great team and uh, executives that we've been growing in and making a, a difference and using that to work in line with the leadership of the Secretary of VA office, as well as the Secretary of Defense, and uh, as well as with uh, Admiral uh, Kirby, who's been supportive, who's the director um, communicated for the National Security Council at the White House, so who has been a great mentor. So uh, in those three lanes, working with them and now getting ready to work with the CDC leadership for first responders and frontline workers and just reporting as an ambassador advocate to these uh, agencies to utilize whatever they need and use my platforms to push those things and help with my nonprofit to educate a younger generation and civilians so that we can bridge this gap between the military veterans and the civilian world to really bridge the gap. Yeah. Could you imagine if that that gap gets bridged because the resources are there and available and we yep. treat our veterans like absolute yes. dog shit for yeah. lack of a better phrase. And yes. you know, it's um, it's individuals like yourself and, and, and movements like you've created here that, that really start to, to initiate that change. So hats yeah. off to you to that, to, to, yeah. for, for that. And then all of the effort that you're doing, I don't think there's anybody that can argue that the people that fight for our freedom aren't fairly treated the way they could be when yeah. I can use that analogy of a football game. It, you know, it's a, it's a whole um, different experience to yeah. set, give somebody a ticket to a game and say, enjoy it. Right. But also bring them down on the field and say, hey, listen, you're on this field right now because of these individuals that are willing to fight for our freedom. So we're going to celebrate them. We're going to hang out with them. We're going to give high fives. We're going to shake hands. We're going to I mean, it's just those little things that doesn't solve all of the post, you know, military um, challenges by any stretch of the imagination on there. But that's a great, great example um, of what's possible. It makes me think of um, I don't know if you know Eric Thomas or not. Yeah. Um, Yeah, He he told a story. Yeah, he's phenomenal. He told a story of. being able to bring a group of inner city kids from LA to the Super Bowl, group brought a group of 25, but he didn't just bring them to the Super Bowl. He brought them to San Diego, put them up in a hotel down in, uh, uh, down in La Quinta, let them wake up over the ocean, got shuttle buses and spinner, sprinter vans to take them there, walking on the field, whole experiences. Um, and, and there's been some positive change inflicted in those kids' lives. And that's just an yeah. example that when you ju- don't just, you can give somebody, you know, a, a donation of some sort, right. but you can also give somebody a, the gift of impact and being able yeah. to really do something that's going to inflict uh, change. I think that that went so well. He's doing a he's doing a trip uh, this month to Dubai with those kids. Wow. So wow. you talk about inner city kids that like the Super Bowl, wake <laughs> up on the ocean, what? And then you know so, but then none of that happens unless somebody's willing to break the mold, and so unless right. somebody's willing to step up to the plate and say this is going to change. 
because I said it's going to. And, and that's exactly. that's repeated itself for 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 centuries and centuries as time as long as time uh, can can uh, you know we, we can remember but you know we're living in a different day and time we got resources we have the yeah. internet we've got yeah. you know so um, you know this is exciting and 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 very encouraging uh, to say great. the least being good you said that because you know that's what got my mental i was already mentally tough from being my father being military and reverend and a disciplinarian oh yeah yeah no way i know i know the way and then having coaches but then when i got in the military and then you know i started training with our socom special ops to get my mind right which guys are in a different world when you're talking about getting around seals and green beret and recon and delta force dudes like the mentality of guys is People, if you've never been around it, it's it, it's a different mentality. And what they did is when the warrant attached me to that, it made my mental go through the roof to kick down any door. And just what you're saying is like, wow. I made that point to the labels when they thought, oh, well, we don't know if this is going to work. We're trying to be a poster boy or whatever military. This is not this. I was like, no, I'm not changing anything. And that was the mental because I know that if they had a group of special operation or military dudes were kicking, they're kicking down the door. Right. They're, Right. There's no they're negotiating. Not, there's right, no right. negotiating. And I told the labels, no, everything I do, you're going to create and understand how we work because you're making all this money and artists are traveling across the world in entertainment because of military and vets doing what they do every day while yeah. you sleep when you have no clue what's going on. And so sure. I'm not changing any brand and I'm not wavering and I'm going to use this platform for these guys to be where they need to be, not just as a symbolic reason, but this becomes a way of life for American people and American kids and younger people to understand you are living in this country because there are men and women that are standing in harm's way 24-7, 365, not, you know, doing this every single day. And so that was my, you know, life's goal. And I've been able to move a lot of people. Now when they see me coming, they're like, oh, here comes the military guy. If you're not... do something military, forget everything else. You better be representing troops and vets first response. Right. I'm glad I was able to do that. And I tribute, like I said, to the military and being around special op brothers and sisters, because they're 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 tough. When they say they're Next the best so. of the best, great, they're the best of the best. Seriously, seriously. I, I've never been in the military. I don't know that I'm really cut out for the military, but my dad was in, he served in the army, he was army reserve too, which you know, communications, he didn't do shit. Yeah. But um <laughs> <laughs> he held the job. My sister told me, no, no, he carried the chaplain's gun because the ch- chaplain can't carry a gun. Right, right. And I yeah. was like, well, I got an important role. But I had I'm part of a business mastermind group based out of Dallas. And every year oh, they do wow. an they do a um uh what's called a an evolution um night where um they drop you off in the middle of you know uh oh. middle of middle of nowhere, Texas, <laughs> with a couple green berets, special forces, and ex seals. Um <laughs> And, um, yeah, blindfold you, put you in a van and take you to the middle of Texas. And, uh, they make a man out of you and a woman out of you. Um, I had the opportunity to do it. It was a thousand bucks to go. And I chickened out because my buddy was like, I'm tied up that weekend. I can't go. And I'm like, well, he's not going, I'm not going. And I literally thought this morning because I chickened out on that, I think I've gotten my teeth kicked in for the past couple of weeks mentally. It's right. crazy how we did, and I'm like, I will never miss another one of those. And then I'm watching all the posts and everything, and how people are like, "Listen, I thought that I could think a certain way, right, and then right. I did that. I spent yeah. 24 hours with these <laughs> lunatics, yeah. absolute yes. lunatics, yes. Um, yes. in the dark, in the middle of yes. nowhere, 
Uh, I could have died. Uh, um, but anyway, you you brought that up and I'm like, okay, just another reminder that we're going to go do hard things next time. Yeah. So next October, stay tuned. I'm going to the middle of Texas and uh, pray, pray, pray for me, brother. You got it. You got it. You got it, man. You got it. So, yeah. um, so, so, so the startup world, you know, your, your experience, you've been through a lot of different stuff. So startups general can be music, can be starting up your new yeah. career, can be starting up this nonprofit and can be starting the military, whatever the case is. What, what would you say the most difficult part of the startup process is? The difficult part, I think, you know, obviously, you know, when you're signing financials, right. You know, you, when you're trying to start up, it's like, okay, how can I sustain this? Because it drives money drives everything. Um, But in order to get the money, I think people, first of all, need to get the right team around them that believes in the business. And I think you need to take, before you reach and try to grab money, you need to first start off to have the right lawyer, you know, legal person, the right financial person and make sure those people understand where you're trying to go in your mission. If they don't understand where you're trying to go, getting everyone else that are aiding to you, it doesn't do anything because at the end of the day, it's going to always come back to how is this structure and who's paying for what. So I would encourage people to get that lawyer to get in place, go and meet with the financial bank and financial planner, get to know them so that you can put a structure together. And then as you go to get people to work around you, you have that structure in place to learn how to raise capital so that you just don't hire somebody because of their credentials. Make sure you hire them that they're really in there. Like I, I give you with this example with military and vets. Everybody around me from musicians to the engineers to the nonprofit to the for-profit with my production, they know how I move when it comes to military vets and first responders and their families. And if you're not in line with that first, forget all the music, all the fun and the high-end stuff, then you will not be a part of this program because you have to want to be here. And so I tell everyone in the startup, people have to want to be a part of your mission first. Then they will use their skill sets to help you grow it. If they don't have, it will not, you won't sustain, you know, at all. So that was the biggest thing I had to learn. Yeah. And I think we, we, that's a, that's a, not only great advice, but also a very, that's a shared experience from a lot of people as well. Making that, you know, getting the right people on your team, but you yeah. got to be the right person to enroll them and getting them on the team. You got to have them, you know, they want to, you have to make them want to believe in the mission because, you know, of how you're showing up. So, right. well, man, I, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. B, I am uh, encouraged with what you're doing. I really, again, appreciate you taking some time to hang out with us here. Uh, at the Grit Daily Startup Show. Just wanted to encourage you to keep up the great work, man. And Thank uh, Thank uh, thanks and thanks again for your service and uh, keep rocking and rolling, making the world a better place. And you too, man. And good luck, man. Good luck, man. You got to have fun with them guys on there, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait. I got, a, I got a year to mentally wrap my head around it. Yeah, right, for sure. Get ready. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Th- thanks again, right. B. Thank you. You too. God bless now. Thanks, bye Bye-bye. <laughs> Until next time, friends. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. 
Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for you app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway.